0: Summer may be easy and breezy and relaxing for some, but for others, it can be routine as normal and busy and hectic and relentless with family coming into town, vacations, work not letting up, kids out of school, and so on. And I've noticed that when busyness comes into my life, it can cause me to not be so present with my family, with my people, and also it tempts me to forget to prioritize Jesus. So this may surprise you, but something mega practical that I have been doing in my life is automating and making something like a household task that I have to do all the time no matter the season so much simpler and for us that has been Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online grocery store that restricts 1000 plus harmful ingredients and only sells the best and yummiest quality because they care about you ordering on their easy app and getting things delivered to my literal doorstep in days is a huge stress reliever and it saves me time so I don't have to give up my other precious time or energy this summer this last order we received a few days ago we got the simply protein cookies and cream bars and it is literally the yummiest protein bar I've ever tried hunters even trying to steal some of them We even saved $20 on last week's order. And hey, if you're still not convinced, they have a price match guarantee. I mean, say less, right? So this summer, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truth talks and get 30% off your first order. Plus you get a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. There's nothing quite like hearing words of wisdom or encouragement from the people you love most in your life, and that is what we are going to be doing here today on the show. A few weeks ago, I had this idea. The Lord really dropped it on my heart. And he said, include people in your life to share on the show. I love getting to sit down and have a conversation with you and bring friends that I've met online and read their books and all the things. But really the core people in my life are the ones who speak into my life on a daily basis and the ones that have been through life with me and have walked through life with me and to get to share their wisdom that has really impacted my faith and so many other people's lives and journeys is really, really amazing and encouraging. And so that's what I did. I had the awesome privilege of rounding up um, my parents, my husband, which you guys always want Michael on the podcast and he is for a little bit. My husband, my friends, my my siblings, my in-laws, my grandparents, to share words of wisdom, something that God has taught them over the course of their life and something that they really spent time thinking about to share with you, with your heart, for your faith. This is something really unique and really special to me that I have been so excited to share. I know every episode is special to me and God really does a work, but this is so humbling to me just to know that the people in my life would want to speak into you and believe in what God's doing here. So if you really appreciate this episode and you heard a nugget of wisdom from a friend or family member of mine that you loved, would you support the show and thank them for being on the show by taking a screenshot of the episode, whatever app you're listening to this on right now, repost it to your instagram stories and tag me so i can see it and i can show you some love and then maybe even send this podcast episode to a friend maybe there was a piece of encouragement or wisdom that you thought of someone in your life that maybe needed this word of encouragement text that to a friend email it to them send it just bring it up in a conversation it would be so encouraging to get this wisdom out because i know these people have impacted my life and have just added value to my life and to be able to do that to yours would be such a blessing Okay, we have to get into it because it is too good. Without further ado, here is all the piece of advice from the people in my life. You'll get to hear how they know me and their awesome word of encouragement. To start, the one, the only, my husband, Michael.
1: Hi, my name is Michael, and I am the luckiest guy in the world because I am Tara's husband. One thing that God has taught me is that he is always faithful, that... When he calls you into a position or a situation, he is faithful to see you through it. No matter how ill-equipped or ill-prepared you may feel, he calls you there for a reason and will see you through for that reason.
2: Hi, my name is Tom and I'm Tara's dad. My wife, Annette, and I have had a passion and love for junior hires that the Lord has put on our hearts for many years. We have this statement that we share with them every year, make your faith your own. But what does that mean, Tom? Then I ask our junior hires these questions. Because your mom and dad are followers of Christ, does that make you a Christian? Because you go to church with mom and dad, make you a follower of Christ? Because you read your Bible and you're a good person, save you? Jesus Christ came into this sin-filled world 2,000 years ago and died for you and your sins. Have you put your own faith and trust in Jesus, you guys? Jesus created you. Jesus loves you. Jesus has big plans for you. Have you made your faith your own?
3: Hi, my name is Annette and I'm Tara's mom. I am selfish to the core and I most realize this when I'm unhappy with something in my life because it usually involves my needs or desires. My advice is to think daily about Jesus and who he is and what he's done and what he continues to do. When I do this, it takes me to a place of complete and humble gratitude. I'm overwhelmed by his love, his beauty, his forgiveness and his life. Jesus is the perfect humble servant. If I can think about Jesus in this way every day, it helps to align myself to glorify and worship him and not me. It motivates me to place the value and importance of Jesus above all else and love others just as he did. There is no greater person to love. This kind of love is eternal.
4: Hey, I'm Lauren, friend of Tara's, uh, fellow woman in ministry in our hometown. We go way back, and I'm so honored that she would ask me to share a word of advice and encouragement with her listeners. So this is the very best I could give you. It's be faithful with what you have, where you are right now. I could go on and on about stories in the Bible that lay out this lesson, but I have learned it over and over in my own life. When I first became a mom, I knew God was calling me into women's ministry, but I had no idea what that meant or how to make it happen with a newborn. So I just started a blog, even though I didn't like writing. And I started a Bible study and I'm telling you, God has used those little acts of faithfulness to use me in ministry in greater ways than I could have ever asked or imagined. So don't wait until the circumstances seem perfect to be obedient to what God is asking you to do. That dream he gave you, the desires of your heart, the calling on your life, it's on purpose. So just start somewhere and watch God turn what feels like a waiting season into one full of training and preparation and purpose. You're already on assignment, so don't wait.
5: Hi, guys, my name is Corey, and I have been friends with Tara for around a year now. Our husbands actually grew up together, which is super fun. and we recently got married around the same time. Um, so it's been super fun to walk through a similar season of life with such sweet friends. I would say one of the biggest pieces of advice that I've really clung on to in my life is just praying that the Lord would really fill me with the joy of the Lord rather than um, temporary happiness that we can get from this world. I think that there's such a big difference between the two and I think that it's so cool that no matter what's going on in life or whatever hardships you may be going through, um, the Lord will give you joy and peace amidst that. And that is just something that the world cannot offer us. And I think that's something that has just really impacted my life a lot.
6: What's going on everybody? My name is Spencer. Um, I've known Tara all throughout high school. We actually graduated from the same high school together. And me and her husband, Michael, actually grew up together all throughout our childhood years. We've been a long time uh, family friends, childhood friends. And now being able to do this new season of marriage with them, my wife, Corey, and I, and then Michael and Tara, it's been a really cool season together to be able to be close friends with them. Um, some of the greatest advice that I've been given or picked up on as I've, as I've grown up is, is be who God has called you to be. Oftentimes in this world, we, we're we trying to emulate somebody else or do something that somebody else has already done, but I'm often reminded that God created each of us with a purpose, and the way he created us, we were only made to fulfill that purpose, and that's just such a great promise for all of us, especially us as Christians, so be who you're called to be. God created you to fulfill his plan for your life, nobody else.
7: Hi, my name is Stephanie. I've known Tara Ever since she was a teeny little girl and a little pink leotard at our ballet studio, and I've also had the great pleasure of attending the same church as Tara for quite a few years now. Um, My biggest piece of advice relates to change. Change is hard for me, and I think it's hard for a lot of people. Um, And I've spent a lot of my life agonizing (laughs) over big decisions, and I found a pattern that the decisions that scared me the most to make that um, required the biggest leap of faith, the biggest commitment, Those have ended up being the biggest sources of blessings in my life from the Lord, and um, worrying is really pointless because God has it handled, and as a wise person once told me, God's intentions toward you are always good and always kind, so when change comes up, that has really helped me to learn that um, there's no need to be afraid, that everything is under control.
8: Hi, my name is Keely, and I've known Tara since she was a little girl. We got to grow up in the same church together. And the thing I'd like to share that's been impressed on me recently is from what I've been reading in Paul David Tripp's book called Parenting, and that is that parenting is as much about Jesus raising us to be like him as it is us raising our kids. He says this in the book, as we seek to parent our children, the Heavenly Father is parenting everyone in the room. Like our children, we need to grow and mature. God hasn't just sent you to do his work in the lives of your children. He will use the lives of your children to advance his work in you. He also says we are more like our children than unlike them, which I love because when I see a behavior in my children that bothers me, although it might look different on the outside, when I look at the heart of the issue, I see my own heart reflected there. Whether it be a desire to feel in control or a selfish disregard for someone else's feelings or an unwise or foolish choice um, that I'm making that could lead towards a negative consequence. And I just find this a humbling and purposeful thing to focus on while I'm with my kids.
3: Hi, my name is Teresa and I am Tara's literary agent. And the best advice I received from one of my mentors is to trust the Lord explicitly. I've lived long enough to watch the Lord work, and He always comes through. Maybe not in my timing, but His timing is always perfect. So Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 is so true. But to help me trust Him more, I've learned to do four things, and they all begin with a W. First, I have to want, to desire, to know God more, to seek Him out first. Second, I need to withdraw, and I need to spend time with Him. Third, I need to wait and just wait upon the Lord in His timing. And fourth, I need to worship Him even in the waiting. And when I do these four things, the anxiety and the stress seems to dissipate and I learn to just
9: trust Him more. Thank you so much. Hey guys, how's it going? Hi my name is Lee and I am Tara's brother. One of the best pieces of advice that I've ever been given or that I've ever heard was actually just a really simple phrase. Um, And it went like this it went something like, Know God and make Him known. And it's really rather simple, but it's one of the best pieces. Um, a device that has ever stuck with me for my entire life uh, For me, it really just simplified what life was all about to know God and to make him known and for me That was is the driving force Behind everything that I stand for behind everything that I am um, it was Something that completely changed my thought process changed the way that I view life as it is and it really just opened up so many doors Um, and windows of opportunity to just just to know God and to make him known and living by that simple phrase um, really just changes your perspective, changes your outlook um, on life. So I would say that's the best piece of advice that I've ever been given.
10: Hi, my name is Samuel and I'm one of the many cousins of Tara. And the biggest piece of advice I've been given is from my dad and it's, Always do the little things. Um it's a simple simple kind of a term and whatnot, but it means so much to me because it's having a servant heart and in all things we do. Sometimes we're guilty and we skip corners and whatnot. I'm guilty of that. And we need to serve with a willing heart and an open heart as God called us to be. You know, I think of Philippians chapter two, uh, with the apostle Paul and just how he writes about um, just being an awesome willing servant and so anyway kind of my word of encouragement for you guys today and just something that I've learned so
11: yeah. Hi my name is Claire and Tara and I have known each other for a few years and she's one of my closest friends so Tara thank you so much for letting me be a part of your podcast I'm so honored. Um, I heard this statement a few months ago and it was this the people who spend the most amount of time with you should have an opinion about Jesus and when I heard that I was so convicted I kept thinking what am I doing to show people that I am a lover of Christ a follower of Jesus and I remember that day I, I just said okay God I pray that I can hear the Holy Spirit in those times that I feel those nudges and that I would use my words and my actions to show others that I live for you so I ask those who are listening right now, the people that you spend the most amount of time with, do they have an opinion about
12: Jesus? Hi, my name is Rachel and I know Tara because we grew up being family friends, which turned us into best friends. Our dads actually grew up together, which is a fun fun fact. But what I wanna share is from a sermon by AJ Swoboba. I'm not exactly sure if that's how you pronounce his last name, but it was his Pentecost Sunday sermon. And he talked a lot about the Holy Spirit. And something that really caught me is how he talked about self-doubt being a tool that the devil uses um, to take things in our past and make us feel broken by those things, which is holding us back from what the Spirit can do through us the Spirit gives us power and not control. So that is an interesting concept to process because everybody in some way or another wants to have control over their lives, over their situation, over themselves. And the Holy Spirit does give us the power to do that but also gives us something so much greater is like Him working in us and using us for His good. And so I just had the realization that I have allowed so much of my past and my broken view on certain aspects and challenges that I've gone through, um, which make me want to control those situations, my life, um, things I've really, uh, had to work through. And what I didn't realize is that the devil has been using that brokenness from long, long time ago to control me. To a certain degree um and just control my thoughts and take up brain space and almost get put blinders on my vision of what i can think about and what i can do because of those past habits and past uh, shame so just know that yes while we're broken the holy spirit can work through us and we do not have to live in that shame we are free from that shame um because of the way jesus died on the cross for us so just know you're free uh, from the power that the devil has over you through those instances and seasons of shame and guilt those are not what define you you are so much more than those uh yeah so that's what i wanted to share with you if you want to go listen to it it's the pentecost sunday sermon by aj swobaba 10 out of 10 recommend
13: hi everyone my name is shauna and i am Tara's mother-in-love and Michael's mom and Gigi to the sweetest little boy in the whole world. I am so honored that Tara would think to ask me to share something that God has taught me. God has taught me a lot over my years here on earth, but anyone that knows me knows that I am a self-professed control nut. I am an event planner by profession. Control comes pretty naturally to me, and I've learned over the years that God's ways are so much better than mine that when I try to control or manipulate a situation that I think I know what's best for me or for others around me that God has taught me over and over again because he's so gracious and kind to me that he truly wants the very best for me and for those around me and that if I will just rest in that knowledge and wait for him that the outcome is so much better than I could have ever anticipated or believed it to be. A question to ask yourself if you're struggling with this particular problem is, do I want the very best? Do I really want what God has for me? And if your answer is yes, tell God the desires of your heart and then let it go and rest knowing that God who created you is in control of everything. And we have nothing to worry about what you think it should be. I promise you that God's in control and that he loves us so much that we can't comprehend his greatness.
1: Hi, this is Wes. And you know, the thing that I've been uh, recognizing in my faith walk is just how faithful God is. He's faithful in so many ways. And, uh, I, that's just been more and more revealed to me in recent years. You know, his faithfulness is demonstrated in many ways, but I, I think about his consistency. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His love, perfect love, but perfect justice. Uh, he reveals truth. Uh, he, he fulfills his promises. He continually provides for our needs. And he blesses those who, who serve him and bow down before him. You know, he, his, his faithfulness to do these things and many other things are just, is just so consistent. And what's been revealed to me as I understand and read the scripture is that as, as his faithfulness is revealed to us in our Christian walk and we strive to follow him, it builds our faith. And as we place our faith in him his faithful is even faithfulness is even more revealed to us and this cycle just continues and it's it's an amazing thing and it, it's it's the blessed life that, that that a Christian can have when they put their trust in him and follow his his ways so it's it's an awesome thing and uh, I'm just uh striving to more and more just put my confidence in him you know we don't always know what our next steps will be or how we're going to work our way through a circumstance or a problem, but the more we have confidence in Him and the peace that comes with that, and trust Him and seek to obey Him, He consistently finds a way. And I'm seeing this consistently in my own life and in my family members and friends around me who are doing the same. So it's an awesome thing, and uh, we're so we're so fortunate the way that that God has designed His system and. Uh, uh,
14: we're blessed. Hi, my name is Larry, and Tara is my granddaughter. And I wanted to share with you a verse of scripture that my wife and I have lived on for many, many years on our Christian walk. And it's found in Romans 8, 28. <clears throat> And it says it in King James, And we know that all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose two things number one we need to love god with all of our heart soul mind and strength and number two we need to live according to his purpose and not ours and his purpose for us is to be conformed more into the image of his son jesus christ hello my name is jerry grandfather to Tara. I remember a bit of wisdom given to me in my youth. The challenge to pursue God and God's calling seemed overwhelming at times. An older, wiser pastor admonished me with this line, God's callings are God's enablements. Now at 80 years in my life journey, I can confirm when someone pursues God and looks for opportunities for ministry and service, God will prepare you and empower you to complete what he has planned. There is no greater joy than being a Christ follower and serving others.
15: I'm Yvonne, and the very proud grandmother-in-law to Tara. I'm so thankful for parents that taught me that God had a plan for my life, that he would lead me each step Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. In my almost 80 years of life, I've found that this to be true. Not only does he lead us, but he corrects us if we veer off course. An example was a time I was planning on meeting friends to begin grad school together with them I began to feel very uncomfortable in my spirit and knew it wasn't God's plan for me. Peace rushed in when I said no to that plan. My parents confirmed the same. Wow, had that decision, how that decision would have changed the course of my life. I love that he cares about every detail of our lives. What a loving father.
16: Hi, everyone. My name is Kiana, and Tara and I have been friends for about three years now. We met through a mutual friend, and ever since, she's been the most amazing older sister to me. The best piece of advice I've ever received is that God is always good, even when life isn't. Becoming more like Christ means we must go through trials, temptations, pain, etc., just like he did. But instead of complaining about those hardships, we should look at them as great opportunities to grow in Christ
5: hi I'm Stephanie and I know Tara through high school she actually was one of my friends in high school that really introduced me to the Christian church so I got to go to youth group together and we got to pray over one another through high school and still do um, my let's see piece of advice would be from my mentor Shirley so she always said Surrender, palms up, and trust. And I have kept with that. And going into prayer, surrendering, but also having that physical action of putting your palms up and trusting the Lord has helped me through so much. Getting to say, Lord, I surrender to you. Having that physical representation and then saying, Lord, take this. I trust you has been really big.
17: Hello everyone, my name is Ellie and I have actually been friends with Tara for over 10 years when I met her at youth group when we were in middle school. So I think the biggest thing I've learned while following God is that life is absolutely not in my control. I've tried my entire life to plan how things will go and I'm not very good about living in the moment and just taking a second to be thankful about where I'm at in my journey. But one thing I know for sure is that I wouldn't have met the incredible people I have I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I did, nor would I even be living where I am at at the moment if it weren't for trusting God's plan and His timing and letting Him take the reins wherever He feels fit. I'm not always great about accepting it, especially because I'm not good with change, but I'm so thankful for where I'm headed because I don't need to know. I know He has me in the palm of His hand and is forming me to be the absolute best version of myself and place me where I'm needed in the world to do good work.
10: Hey, what's up everybody? My name is Colton. Uh, I got the awesome privilege to grow up alongside Tara, so that's a little bit how I know her, and I, I even get the awesome privilege to uh, be married to her sister, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but just wanted to share a piece of advice that I got a long time ago that's uh, meant a lot to me, and uh, it's pretty simple but pretty profound, I think, and it's just that God is in it and God is good. Um, that even when life can seem really uh, heavy and 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 just bogging you down, that God is a part of that, and He's in, He's in every single moment of your life, and that's something that um, I've just grasped onto in so many different situations, and it's honestly helped me through so many different difficult times, just because it's really easy to feel alone, and like you're, you're suffering through something, and God doesn't, He doesn't see that, or doesn't feel that, but He absolutely does, and He's, He's totally a part of that, so yeah, uh, best piece of advice I ever got is God is in it, and God is good.
16: Hi all, my name's Annika. Annika. Um, I'm known as Terry's sister. We have a pretty special story and she's um, such a special person to me. But I think what the Lord has been teaching me lately and some words of encouragement that I would just like to share is um, I think with, you know, the political state that we're in and the messiness and the brokenness in our world, that um, we're just called to live boldly and boldly in our faith and who Jesus made us to be. And that, you know, really all roots in the truth of the gospel. And um, I feel like we are just to shine bright and um, be lights to people who um, are feeling that brokenness and the messiness and um, just to be bold in who we are and um, bold in our faith and bold in the gospel. Hello, everyone. My name is Whitney, and I have known Tara since preschool. She has been such a blessing of a friend, and I love her dearly. The best piece of advice I have been given is that comparison is the thief of joy. Until we can learn to be thankful and content in our current season of life, we will be stuck in a state of longing and miss out on all the happiness our present has to offer. Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord always provides. Don't get trapped in an ongoing cycle of comparison
0: okay and last but not least i am popping in to share some encouragement from my grandparents from my mom's parents my grandma said to take christ's hand to let him lead you and walk and then from both of them they've just really been encouraged over their faith over their 70 plus years of living almost 80 years of living which is such a testimony to god's goodness to say the lord's prayer most every day to think on each section and you will have peace my grandma was just explaining to me how every part of the lord's prayer when we pray that The Lord gives us everything we need. It touches on every area of life. They also said another piece to remember and to repeat is the Apostles' Creed. If you have those in your mind so that they come forth to memorize them or to think of them often so that when you need them, they'll just be right there in your mind. Alrighty friends, those were the words of encouragement or the best pieces of advice that my favorite people in the entire world, some of my favorite people took time to share with you. I am so honored that they would just really pour out their heart for us today. And to listen to that back just makes me so emotional and so thankful for the people I have in my life. And so as we close, I just wanna give you encouragement. Lean into the people that you have in your life right now, whether that be a spouse or a best friend or a grandparent or a parent or a sibling. Ask them for encouragement. Ask them, hey, like let's, let this be a conversation starter. Like, hey, what is your best piece of advice for me? What would you encourage me in? And just really cultivate that community. You guys, life is better when we really lean into the reality and the gift that is community and that is encouragement and that is exhortation from other fellow believers and people that love you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you had just as much fun as I did getting to hear from different voices and getting to hear maybe a sneak peek into my day-to-day life and who really makes up what I call my life. So I love you, friend. I will see you in next week's episode.